Many folks say nighttime is the right time for chasing striped bass, and from this video sent to me this week by Ed Miller of Manahawkin, it could mean a quick walk down the dock, pier, or local bulkheads for a quick cast or two before heading back in and retiring for the evening. I'm Jim Hutchinson with a New Jersey Delaware Bay edition of the Fisherman Magazine. It's April 6th, 2023, the date of the April full, full moon, often referred to as the pink moon, which corresponds to the early spring blooms of creeping flocks or moss flocks, native wildflowers, also known as moss pink. Now the Farmer's Almanac first began publishing these Native American names for the full moons sometime in the 1930s, and April's full moon is also known as the egg moon, though coastal tribes, and perhaps the Lenape as well here along the Jersey Shore, uh, well, they might have referred to it as the fish moon, as shad, and perhaps stripers, begin their upriver spawning efforts. Now, that's where we stand this week. If you're a subscriber to The Fisherman Magazine, you're getting that weekly digital access to thefisherman.com. Those weekly editions are up, they're available, and they're exclusive to our paid members of The Fisherman Magazine. Now, this week's cover shot is not a giant spawning fish, but it's a schoolie caught by Bob Haynes, who has kept us up to date all winter long on the white perch action in some of the back rivers like the Mullica. We've also had a great run in the Egg Harbor. Well, Bob is out there now in the Mullica and finding some of those schoolie fish as those stripers begin to get more active. They have been for months, right? Probably since the beginning when nobody was fishing back in January and February, but it is getting better in those back rivers in the central part of the state as striped bass spread out and go on the feed. But notice the weekly call out there. 50 pound class fish reported on the local striper grounds. Indeed, our North Jersey reports with J.B. Casper this week, and also our surf reporter, beach talk reporter, Nick Honacheski noted the same thing. 40 to 50 pound class fish throughout Raritan Bay. For pluggers, by shore, Nick suggested the NLBN, no live bait needed soft plastics, and also the Azuri Hydro Minnow in bone white. That's as per Phil at the tackle box up there in Hazlitt. Again, for our paid members, look at this week's table of contents for a lineup of all the features that, that you'll find in this week's edition. Dave Anderson's tiny top waters might interest you, as well as Mike Dean's top five spring striper plastics. I say that because the action is on now, and you'll want to stock up now before the hot colors are gone. Of course, then you've also got the April print edition. That comes to subscribers as well, but if you're not currently a subscriber, I hope you will do so, but you can find this at your local tackle shops and newsstands. Captain Jim Frieda, in the April edition, has tackled the subject of rare and base striped bass on the fly, which is especially appropriate right now as we're doing this report, with big bass on the move on the rare bay. In fact, I got an email this week from my friend Tim Burden, who said Bill Sistat of Brick had numerous bass on the fly this past week, 44, 45, and 46 inches, all carefully released to enjoy that 
spring, fall, or full moon, that pink moon, right? Bill added it was his best fish day ever in 33 years of fly rotting the surf, and it just so happens that it was also his first day for the season. And in addition to those monsters on the fly, Bill had a bunch of other nice fish as well. Now, after the moon, expect more intense action on the Raritan Bay and northern waters heading into this weekend, especially for those night creepers. Philip Tompkins let me know over the weekend that he found a large school of big fish feeding pre, post, and during the storm over the weekend, a nasty storm it was. One of the most incredible days quantity-wise, he said, that he's had in a while with bass up to 35 pounds. That's along the northern stretch. Now, I'm not sure where exactly these jumbo striped bass arrive from. Uh, are they migrating from the south? Are they migrating from inshore, from offshore grounds? Or do a lot of these big fish lay down into the deep areas of the Raritan River and the Raritan Bay before they're going up to do their spawn? I don't know. But in terms of the migration, I do know this. When snowbird Chuck Manny is back in town and on the prowl with buddies Bobby Bowden and Dave Manjone, it's got to be happening. If Chuck's in town again, big bass are around. Lock it in. On the Delaware as well, as reported at thefisherman.com this week, the Fisherman's Headquarters reported over the weekend that Corey Fishbein, appropriately named, got this healthy 46-inch striped bass on Sunday while fishing the Big D with bloodworms. Phillies Derek Fredrickson emailed me on Wednesday with the short, sweet subject line, they are here. Where exactly, you'll have to find that out for yourself, but the spring run of cows is certainly on. And it's on the Delaware and it's on the Raritan. American angler Brendan Harkins reports the same from the Delaware as egg-laden stripers are on the moon. Notice that big belly there. Perfectly held fish. Make sure you release these fish as quickly as possible. By the way, take a look at that April edition, a great article by John Tiedemann on fish in the air, on, on on how air affects striped bass. They need to be in the water as quickly as possible and as much as possible. So hold that fish for a quick photo, but get it released as quickly as you possibly can. Now, in between those spawning rivers that we keep talking about, the Delaware and the Raritan, expect to find more success out back and hopefully out along the open beaches as well in the days ahead. Uh, not getting too much reported out of Atlantic and Cape May County, although no, some guys are attempting to plug along some of the jetties you seem to find a little bit more action uh, or more jetties in the southern part of the states. But I did hear from Steve and Carol Ann from Jingles Bait and Tackle in uh, Beach Haven this week that Corey Perich caught a 35 and three quarter inch striper in the Beach Haven surf this week using salted clam. It was weighed in there at the shop, came in at just shy of 15 pounds. Now I would expect clam, frozen, salted, or especially fresh off the boat surf clam as I saw at Abseekin Bay Sportsman Center this week to be in high demand as well after this moon. I think it's about time we heard reports of that first black drum report somewhere in Atlantic or Cape May County, maybe Southern Ocean County as well. And of course, in addition to black drum taking clams and striped bass taking fresh clams, those softies also make a good spring tog bait as well. Frank and Gabriel Tackle let me know over the weekend that Dylan Gollum had an 18-inch keeper tog over the weekend at the canal using bloodworms. A lot of folks do feel 
that um, blackfish are more receptive to those softer baits, worms and clams during this spring uh, effort. Of course, blackfish opened up early April. All the boats, the head boats are now sailing full gear, full bore, just hammering it, getting out offshore to those wrecks. Of course, you gotta watch out for the weather, right? We're in between those weather fits, but April action on blackfish, it's back in the game. So get out there, get out and about. If you're on one of those head boats, of course, they're going to have the crab baits for you. Most of the time it's greenies. Some of the boats have white leggers, but you might want to consider bringing some clam as well. Now, Bobby at Fisherman's Den in Belmar said party boats there out of Shark River are scoring both blackfish and cod. Again, probably with the, uh, with the clams as bait on those same trips. Now, Bobby also confirmed that striped bass action is heating up in the backwaters of Ocean and Monmouth County while surf fishing is improving on a daily basis out front. The big news there in the Shark River area this week is the Shark River Surf Anglers celebrating the opening day of trout on Saturday with their annual youth trout fishing tournament. Now that is free for all the kids. Uh, youth anglers with divisions for five and under, ages six to nine, 10 to 12, and 13 to 15. It's always a great event. And the forecast midweek uh, shows that it's gonna be perhaps a little chilly on Saturday, maybe overcast, but I don't see any wet, uh, rain in the forecast, which is great for me taking my camera out there. I love this event so much, can't wait to get out there. That is Saturday, opening day of trout in New Jersey. Hope to see you out, out at Shark River. Now, what's an opening day, of course, in the trout season without a little bit of rain? If you enjoyed the opening day in Newcastle, Delaware on Sunday or Pensy this past Saturday, the storms were certainly a concern. But again, shad two are on the move and New Jersey freshwater action kicks into high gear in this weekend ahead. With more on the west of the inshore, the west of shore, out towards the inland waters into the Poconos. Let's check in with George, the Pocono Outdoors guy. Well, hey, thanks, Jim. You know, I think the big story this week is going to be the opening of the trout here in Pennsylvania. You know, last weekend, uh, guys, it, the weather was supposed to be pretty terrible on uh, Saturday opening day. Ended up getting be a pretty bit, pretty sunny. Uh, the weather turned nice, and a lot of folks managed to get out and do a lot of trout fishing. I had so many people check in with their pictures. I apologize, I can't possibly show them all. But just a couple highlights for reference. We had uh, Alyssa Roberts. She checked in, or her father checked her in, actually, with a nice uh, 20 inch rainbow trout caught right here in Monroe County here in the Poconos. Also my trout guru, uh, you know, Eric Goodstall. We can't imagine Eric not getting out on opening day. He was down Northampton County getting himself some beautiful brown trout as well. Another local guy, Jeremy Green, well he was up here in the Poconos and got himself into a beautiful uh, golden rainbow. And we've been seeing a whole bunch of those golden rainbows stocked in a really nice size too. Uh, a lot of people checking in with multiples uh, rainbow bows here on the opening weekend. Guys, you folks in Jersey, this is your coming weekend. Uh, hopefully over this Easter holiday, you'll have a couple extra days to get out and do a little fishing. Uh, but we'll see your pictures on the next report. But we can't forget about the Shad Report. You know, guys, we've been talking about the, the Shad Watch. I think at this point now, it's gonna be the, the Shad season. It are here, the river is loaded with Shad. Uh, they're starting to bite, uh, getting good bites all the way from uh, down at the Washington's Crossing area up to Easton. Uh, guys getting multiple fish per day. It's still progressing, it's heating up. Water temperatures were 49 degrees right before I filmed this report. Uh, so things are becoming an ideal condition, hopefully this 
weekend. It'll be absolutely perfect for no matter what you guys want to get out and fish. Well, you all have a happy Easter. We'll be talking to you again next week. But from Pennsylvania, I'm George, your Pocono Outdoors guy. We did get the official notification from the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection and its Division of Fish and Wildlife this week that black sea bass and porgy regulations for 2023 have officially been enacted. So effective immediately, porgy fishing is closed. It won't open again until August 1st. That's the porgy situation. Black sea bass, meanwhile, will open up again on May 17th with a 12 and a half inch size limit and a 10, 10 fish bag. Really at this point, probably the bigger news in the salt uh, of impending news, of course, no change to summer flounder fluke regulations in 2023, which we covered in that April edition of the Fisherman Magazine. Uh, you will see in the magazine that I do have the uh, fisheries regulations in the middle of the magazine, but there's a news brief up front because when we went to print, those regulations were not official, but they are. So those changes to black sea bass, those changes to porgy, they are now official. And of course, we are April 6th, now starting the official countdown to New Jersey's fluke season. It's underway and it is just 26 days from today and counting. So if you haven't gotten the boat prepped, you better call the marina and get everything going because May 2nd, we start fluke fishing again. A few more dead mammals to report this week, sadly. One dolphin dead in Cape May on Saturday and NJ.com reports another bottlenose washes up dead in Seabright on Sunday. Since December 28th, NJ.com, they're the Newark Star-Ledger folks, they report that that is the 25th dead dolphin at the Jersey Shore. Make it 26. News 12 reported on Wednesday that another dead dolphin was found in the water at Edgewater Park. I'm no scientist, but something's going on. As New Jersey 101.5 put it this week, quote, whether it was prep work for wind turbines, shipping traffic, or something else, it's been an unusual amount of carnage. Now, Mammoth and Ocean County Congressman Chris Smith equated these dead marine mammals at the Jersey Shore to canaries in a coal mine, saying, quote, the recent spate of tragic whale and dolphin deaths and a well-founded suspicion that geophysical surveys, including the use of sonar, may be contributing cause has brought new light and increased scrutiny to the fast tracking of approximately 3,400 offshore wind turbines covering 2.4 million acres by 2030, end quote. So a bill sponsored by Congressman Smith was approved in the House last week by a 244 to 189 vote. That would require the U.S. Government Accountability Office, or GAO, that's the Congressional Watchdog, to investigate and report to Congress on the offshore wind project's impacts on whales and other marine life, commercial and recreational fishing, tourism, and military use and navigational uh, vessel traffic. Now, New Jersey House members voting in favor of that investigation by the GAO included Smith, of course, as well as Congressman Jeff Van Drew and Tom Keene. All nine New Jersey Democrats Gottheimer, Kim, Menendez, Norcross, Pallone, Pascrell, Payne, Sherrill, and Watson Coleman voted no. 
Congressman Pallone of Long Branch called it the Polluters Over People Act, saying there's no way of turning back on industrial offshore wind at this point, adding, quote, this is his quote, fortunately, that bill stands no chance at ever becoming law. Subscribe to The Fisherman Magazine today and compete in the Dream Boat Fishing Challenge. It's the Fisherman subscriber-only season-long region-wide multi-species fishing competition to win a Steigercraft and many more prizes. Subscribe, fish, win. If you plan on chasing New Jersey stripers this weekend, don't forget to register. That is law as well, and that is memorialized. Go to saltwaterregistry.nj.gov, and of course, you'll need your freshwater license as well. If you're going to go chasing trout, you need that license, and you also need the stamp opening day on Saturday. You can go to njfishandwildlife.com and get yourself becoming a legal eagle to go fishing for largemouth, walleye, salmon, uh, all the great species in New Jersey, giant muskie, and of course, the trout this weekend. Finally this week, I received some really good comments uh, about Pedro's segment in last week's video fishing forecast. Well, hot off the presses, this week, Pedro shared this photo of, well, with me of what looks like a 20-pounder that he caught on a 7-inch tsunami metal lip swimmer. Nicely done, Pedro. Hopefully nicely done for the rest of you. Again, I am firmly in that camp that believes after this full moon of April, things kick into a completely different gear in terms of striper fishing at the Jersey Shore. Lock it in. Easter is celebrated on the first Sunday after the full moon, the fish moon, of course. And for all of those celebrating the holidays this week, have a joyous Easter and a very happy Passover. For those celebrating this week's lunar event, well, catch them up. And I'll see you again right here next week at thefisherman.com.